Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Peo Perik Hey Mishnah Aleph and Beis. And today's Mishnah is being learned Lilu Nishmas. Maros Miriam Sar Bas Rabbi Yaakov Meisha Her Nisham Shad Avnulio Abischos Rachel Bas Tavar Gitol and Daniela Ezra inspire Rachel. They should be Gabesh with Zerushal Kayama Bekar of Mamish. And with this brand new Perik, we continue talking about Leket Gadish Shaloi Luka Tachtov. We have a pile of grain belonging to the Balabayas, and he placed it in a spot that didn't have the Leket cleared away yet. So now we have a whole bunch of Leket that was on the ground that's mixed into the Balabayas's pile. How is it that we're going to make sure that the Aniyim get their leket. The Mishnah tells us, Kol any part of this pile of grain belonged to the Balabayas, which is touching the ground, Harehu shall Aniyim, we say that that belongs to the Aniyim. Even though it's way more than the actual leket that was on the floor, we give this Balabayas a knas, we give him a punishment, we penalize him, and we say, since you put your grain on top of the leket of the Ani, so the Aniyim actually get to take everything that's touching the ground. Now this is even if we're able to differentiate between what belongs to the Ani and what belongs to the Balabayas. Let's say the Balabayas' grain was wheat and the leket that was underneath was barley. So you're really able to tell what's considered leket and what's not leket. Nonetheless, this kanas still applies and the entire bottom of the pile which is touching the ground belongs to the Aniyim. But let's say it wasn't the Balabayas that did it. Haruch Shafizah The wind actually scattered a whole bunch of bundles. These bundles were loosely tied. They opened up and they fell on top of an area that didn't have leket cleared away yet. And once again, we find ourselves in a scenario where we have a whole pile of grain belonging to the Balabayas that has some leket mixed up in it. In this case, the Mishnah tells us, We have to evaluate this field. We have to think to ourselves, how much leket would have come out of this field? We give that amount to the Aniyim. And there actually is a way to determine this. It depends on the field. It depends what's growing in the field. It depends on the season. And there's a whole bunch of different factors. But they were able to determine a general amount of leket that would have been in this field. And that's how much has to be given to the Aniyim. Now, Rabbi Gamliel Eimer, he argues, he said it's not based off of each field that each field has its own evaluation of how much like it would have come out of it. We give a standardized amount to the Aniyim. There's a certain set amount of like it that we say would come out of any field. It doesn't really make a difference what the field grew or how it grew or what the season was like. We give a specific standardized amount of like it to the Aniyim. And now moving on to Mishnah Bays, we begin with Halacha of Shekha. We're putting like it on hold for a second until the end of the Mishnah. We're going to be talking about Shekha. So as we said previously, Shekha is if the Baal Bayes forgot a whole bundle of grain in his field. But there's actually another type of shikha. Let's say as he was harvesting his grain, he forgot to cut one stalk down. There's his lone stalk of grain that he forgot to harvest in his field. That's considered shikha. He forgot to harvest it. It's not leket because it didn't fall on the ground and it's not peya. It's considered shikha. So now Mishnah Beis tells us, We have the standing stalk of grain that was part of the harvest, but he forgot to harvest it. However, it's close enough to grain that hasn't yet been harvested, that maybe it's considered that it's actually still part of this unharvested grain, and it's not considered like he forgot it. And Vereisha Magia actually the tip of this stalk of grain, if it's bent over, will reach that unharvested grain. So this lone stalk is actually close enough to grain that hasn't been harvested yet, that's very possible that we're going to say, actually it's considered like it hasn't been harvested. It's not like he forgot it. It's just like part of the rest of the field, and he can still harvest it. So how is it that we determine whether he's allowed to keep it. If it's able to be cut along with the rest of the standing grain, meaning when he holds a handful of grain to cut it down, he's able to grasp this lone stalk that was forgotten as well. So then that lone stalk belongs to the Baalabayas and it's not considered shikha, it's just considered like it's part of the grain that hasn't yet been cut. However, if he's not able to grasp it in his hand, it's too far away. It belongs to the Anim and it's considered shikha. And now back to our discussion of Lekha. 
leket. She bailes shel leket shenis arva bagadesh. A stalk of leket got mixed up in a pile. This Baal Bayas has a whole pile of his grain, and lo and behold, a stalk of leket got mixed inside. So we have a couple of issues over here. The owner is not allowed to eat this grain because there's a stalk of leket belonging to the ani. So you might say, what's the big deal? Just take a stalk of grain out of the pile and give it to the ani, and then one would have a problem anymore. Well, we still have a problem in that case because if he didn't actually pick out that stalk of leket that was in the pile, then the stalk of leket's still in the pile, and he's not allowed to take that stalk of leket. Even though he gave a stalk to the ani, it doesn't make a difference. He still has that leket in his pile. And another issue, even if he gives a random stalk to the ani, that random stalk, since it's not leket, needs to have meister taken off of it. So he just gave something to the ani that didn't have meister taken off of it. So this balabias is in a pickle. He's got to figure out what to do. The Mishnah tells us, meister shibalas achas and loy. All the balabias has to do is take one stalk out of the pile, take meister off of it, and then give that stalk to the ani, and then we don't have any issues. Well, actually, we still have issues. Let's clarify exactly what has to happen according to the Tanakama, even though it's not written in the Mishnah. First off, the Baal Bias has got to go call the Ani and say, look here, Ani, I have a stock of Leket in my pile, and now I'm going to make sure that you can have your stock of Leket and I can have my pile. Then the Baal Bias reaches into the pile and he takes out two stalks of grain, one in his left hand, one in his right hand. He turns to the stalk of grain in his left hand and he says, if you, Mr. Stock, are Leket, so I'm giving you the Leket to the Ani. But now, if you, Mr. Stock, are not Leket, so then the Meister that I need to take off of you actually should be taken out of the stalk of grain that I have in my right hand, and now he can take the stalk of grain in his left hand and give it to the Ani. Once again, if it's Leket, so then now the Ani has Leket, and if it's not Leket, at least it had the proper Meisters taken off of it, and now the Ani is allowed to take this stalk home, and he's allowed to eat it. But wait, we still have an issue. The Ani is not allowed to go home yet. That's because if this stalk that was given to the Ani was not Leket, that means that there's still a stalk of Leket in this pile, and the Baalbais still is not able to eat this pile because he has a stalk of Leket, which technically belongs to the Ani. Now in our story, it's the Ani's turn to talk. The Ani turns to the Baalbais, and he says, thank you very much for giving me this stalk, and I'm actually going to make an exchange with you. I'm exchanging this stalk that you just gave me for my stalk of Leket, which is in your pile, and you can keep that stalk of Leket, which really belongs to me. You can keep it in in your pile, it's fine, no worries, and now they can part from each other in peace, they could say have a good day, everyone goes home. The Ani goes home with his stock, and the Balbias goes home with his pile. But now comes along Rabbi Eliezer. Amar Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer says as follows, How is it that this Ani is able to exchange something that never came to his Rishos? He never actually received the stock of Leket, it's not like he had picked it up from the floor and then stuck it back into this pile, he never received it, it somehow got mixed up with the pile without it ever getting to the Ani's Rishos. So how is the Ani able to say, I'm exchanging this stock that you gave me for the stock of Leket that's in the pile and you can keep my stock of Leket? It never was really the Ani's stock of Leket in the first place to enable him to do that. Ella Mizaka has Ani B'chol HaGadosh. The Balabayas actually has to give the entire pile of grain to the Ani. Now the Ani owns the whole pile of grain. He now owns that stock of Leket as well, which is in the pile. And then Uma'asr Shibalas Achas were able to do this whole shtick with taking two stalks of grain and doing the whole thing with the miser, everything that we just described. Now that the Ani has one stalk that definitely had miser taken off of it, the Ani can say, now that I have this stalk that definitely had miser taken off of it, so I'm going to give you back your 
pile of grain and included in that pile of grain is that stock of leket that actually always belonged to me and you can have that stock of leket. In this way, he was able to be machlef. He was able to exchange with the Balabayas something that had come into his rishos because he did actually now for that moment own the entire pile of grain including the leket that was in it and now he's able to do this proper exchange with the Balabayas. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Gimel and Dalid. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.